Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Tuesday, Penn State fans, and that means it's time for the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. I'm Greg Pickle. Ryan Snyder is here with me as well. T. Frank's pushing all the buttons to make sure it looks and sounds as you would all like it to. And Ryan, it's a special Tuesday because we not only have a transfer portal commitment to talk about that happened just a few hours ago, but also a high school commitment that happened at the end of last week. And we have some top groups to get to as well. So we'll open the bidding, I think, with the transfer portal. Penn State picking up Damian Robinson from Maryland on Tuesday morning. This is a player who went into the transfer portal about 15 days ago as we sit here and talk on April 12th. And the Lions made quick work of getting him in the class. Ryan, I guess let me start with this. You're just first impressions of the pursuit Penn State put on to make this happen and then your reaction to how quickly it all got done well he was certainly someone that they coveted uh, when he was coming out of high school right and he was part of that 2021 class that just had their entire recruitment screwed up because of COVID you know I was going back and looking at his visits today and I I knew he was limited but I, I really really you know researching it again, realize how, how much he was limited. Uh, you know, he, at the time, I remember he was talking a lot about wanting to see some, some SEC schools and, and getting, uh, getting out to, I think some Texas schools and none of that was able to happen, you know, obviously because of COVID. So it made sense, right. That he commits to the in-state school and, and, and Mike Loxley, they, Mike Loxley was, of course, was just hired. Uh, what was it? Four months prior. I think he committed yep. to them in March, 2020, uh, I believe is what it was. So, That's right. uh, you know what what happened there i'm not exactly sure you know i was looking at pff numbers he scored kind of in the mid 60s so an average season for a freshman i honestly think that's not too bad you know for for a freshman um so you know looked like he had solid contributions from that level but this was a player that really just fits what penn state wants man they need a real true edge rusher you know akeem mesador isn't a true med- edge rusher i think akeem wants to be um, you know, a, a true defensive end. But even when you watch his film for West Virginia, he certainly uh, fits the interior better, especially with his size. I mean, uh, we we have um, – I was able to get some updated numbers on on Damian Robinson. You know, he is uh, up to 240 now. So size-wise, he's putting up some good size. And, uh, you know, but I think just just from his length perspective and, and you know, what he's what he has is, uh, from a skill perspective, it, it just – it really fits what, what exactly Penn State needs. So I see someone that's going to come in here and, and – be expected at least to contribute immediately, whether that happens or not, only time will tell. But, you know, the fact that he got on the field pretty early for Maryland and, and you know, his his pedigree as a player, uh, you, you would think that this is going to bode out pretty well for Penn State. I want to look back at two James Franklin quotes, Ryan. The first one coming last December, and I think it was our David Eckert who may have asked. He certainly wrote about it. But where was Penn State at from the transfer portal perspective or the second signing day perspective? And James Franklin said that between the two, they were hoping to add a receiver. 
uh, help along the defensive line, help along the offensive line, linebacker, maybe even safety. They've checked a couple of those boxes already with Hunter Norzad, of course, the offensive lineman from Cornell, Mitchell Tinsley, the receiver from Western Kentucky, who's already on campus, and now the addition of Robinson today. And he is, it was interesting. The second quote then is James Franklin saying just last week that they need to add an edge rusher. And look, I'm not going to sit here and suggest that that was a big moment for Penn State in this recruitment, but certainly if he wants to rush the quarterback, Penn State has a need for that. James Franklin was as blunt as he's maybe ever been about that. So certainly, you know, when you look at the portal, and I know fans get frustrated with how long it can take to find guys and the obvious needs that are out there and why isn't this or that or the other thing being done, but I think that it's all about patience, right? It's all about finding the right fit, both for the player and for the school. And that can often take much longer than expected. So I guess let's just move on to your thoughts on why this fit makes sense. You fill in a little bit, but I think there's also some yeah. past relationships there that that play a role as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I've pretty much hit on it. It's just this is a highly coveted player. Penn State has a good relationship with Quincy Orchard. I think Penn State, if they would have got him on campus more, uh, you know, not had that that whole year ruined would have probably been more of a player. But I also kind of feel like I, just from remembering his recruitment uh, that the SEC schools were were very heavy on him. And, and if things didn't change as far as business were concerned, that they probably would have had a bigger, bigger hand in this recruitment as well. So um, but I mean, I, I look, I mean, this is somebody Penn State's wanted. I, I can I can just hit it on uh, hit on that a thousand times. The, the one thing I, I would really like to know personally is just what other schools are after him because that's something that we really just struggle to to try and figure out uh, if the player is not after him I mean there, there was talk of Auburn being interested in USC which isn't a surprise right because those two schools have been interested in a bunch of defensive ends and really just the portal in general and then of course Tennessee was another school um, so who, who was mentioned so uh, that that's just one thing I, I'm personally curious about and I'd like to learn more about but um, this is just this is just a player that Penn State's coveted for a long time. They had to wait an extra two years or so to get him, but um, he's going to be expected to come in and play right away. And you know, obviously, Deesa Isaac, Nick Tell Burton, a couple other guys are going to be expected to contribute as well. But um, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if Damian Robinson's starting against Purdue. Well, we will see soon enough. He'll arrive on campus a little bit later this year. Same with Hunter Norzad, of course. And we'll have to see what else Penn State may have up its sleeve when it comes to the portal. But I think we can safely say that they are not done looking for guys yet. And as spring practices come to an end, you're going to see guys jump into the portal, both almost certainly at Penn State and also across the country. So time will tell there. We'll keep you updated at bluewhiteillustrated.com. But let's move on to the high school commitment that Penn State landed last week, Ryan, Friday. I believe it was mid to mid-evening, early evening, uh, they pick up Marcus Stokes, a quarterback out of Florida, who Mike Yersich, you know, going back and reading some of what you uh, had done, talked about with him in interviews and things like that and looking at kind of his path to a decision, uh, Mike Yersich certainly uh, made a decision to make him a priority, it felt like, and Penn State gets the job done there. Uh, he's an on-three consensus three-star, the first quarterback commit in this class, and to me, I, I feel like he's a guy, just reading what Charles Power, the on-three national scouting director, I hope you got your, your title right, Charles, I think that's it, had to say, you know, this guy seems to be somebody who may be in store for a move up the rankings at some point down the road if he continues progressing the way he has so far. Yeah, Mike Urchich, uh fell in love with Marcus Stokes, really, watching him at that national combine. And, uh, you know, for for the longest time, I, I thought it was going to be Jaden Rashada and and – you know, really just kind of feels like to me that uh, Marcus Stokes just just kind of B 
beat out Rashada, mm-hmm. I guess, on Penn State's board. I mean, or at least in the in the eyes of Yurchers for sure. So um very off the cuff kind of player, uh, which which is interesting to me because he's very different from Drew Aller. And and you know, one thing that I kind of was getting the vibe with for the longest time was that Penn State wanted a, you know, more of a passer, less of a runner. And and Marcus Stokes, I'm not saying he's a runner. I mean, he definitely sits back and I, I think he's gonna th- prefer to throw the ball more often than not, but um, he, he definitely brings a different level of athleticism compared to Aller. Now, maybe Aller is just too special of a prospect as far as arm strength and all that, that uh, you just can't pass up. Of course, you can't pass up on a Drew Aller, but it just they're very different kind of players. But, uh, yeah, this was this was a case where, man, Yurchich literally reached out to him before he left San Antonio you know, for that combine. That that video, of course, is available to all of these coaches out there. Yurchich was on top of it right away. Of course, there was a lot of Twitter hype about Marcus's performance at that national combine. And, uh, you know, he was down in Florida within a week. And, uh, you know, Florida, you're allowed to do pretty much anything down there as far as practicing. They, 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 they do seven-on-sevens in Florida before school. So, you know, we're talking like 6, 30, 7 a.m. Yurchich was down there for that, um, you know, because – because those practices are just, you know, naturally happening, he's allowed to watch it. Stokes performed great. And and really, you know, from, from my conversation with his coach, which I'll have out probably to, uh, on Wednesday, you know, he, he really just kind of made it clear that Yurchich fell in love with him right after that, uh, you know, seeing him up close for the first time. And and one thing I'll give Yurchich and Penn State a lot of credit for is, you know, they're never a school who, you know, is curious about whether program X or program Y or program Z has already offered that player. They don't care if you have an offer from, you know, some, some division one, double a or Alabama, you know, if they think you're, if you're a top player, they're going to go after you. And, and Marcus Stokes is just a perfect example of that. So, you know, getting him up for a second visit was massive. Uh, they, they won him over. I think they kind of won him over before that second visit. Honestly, he, the way he, he talked to me, he was pretty much had his mind made up before he got here and uh, he makes that move. So, you know, well, well, let's see how time goes. I, I will be curious to see if some of those Florida schools come calling, but, you know, he's saying all the right things right now as far as that's not going to matter. And and I think the way Yurchis has approached this recruitment, there's no doubt uh, as far as re- from a relationship perspective, uh, who, who's in the best position, and that's Penn State. Yeah, there's no question. The Florida schools have not come calling yet, but it somewhat feels to me a little like Drew Aller in the sense that Penn State and Mike Yurcich and James Franklin and his staff put so much work in on the front end that even when Ohio State came calling for Drew Aller, it was not something that, at least from what he said publicly, was really anything he was going to consider in terms of a flip from Penn State to anywhere else. So certainly the quotes that Marcus Stokes has given to you has indicated that that might be the same thing. I might be getting a little bit over my skis with that, but certainly, yeah, certainly you get the sense that Penn State has done the early legwork here necessary. I want to just go back to one quick thing you mentioned here, and it's the National Combine. For those that aren't aware, it's it's run in conjunction with the uh, All-American Bowl. Is that right? How often – you've been doing this a long time. I mean, how often are are coaches waiting to jump on that film and getting into contact with guys? Obviously, look, it's different today than it was 10 years ago or even probably five years ago with social media and and the way you can upload video quickly and everything else. But, you know, is that a rare occurrence for you? And what do you think it says about the way Mike Yersich goes about recruiting guys? Yeah, I I haven't – you know – Obviously, I focus on Penn State, right? I don't focus on all these other schools. So I, I can't think of too many instances where that was the case with Penn State. I'm sure it has been in the past, and I just wasn't able to connect the dots for one reason or another. But uh, but I, I would say this, like for a quarterback, and you're really able to throw in a setting where you, you're throwing against good DBs, you have good wide receivers. Like I think that position, you, you can put more stock into a combine like that, you know, sure. compared to – 
you know, a number of other positions. So, so from that perspective, I think that does make sense. And of course we knew Penn state was searching hard for a quarterback uh, at the time, because it, you know, it was already clear to me at least that in, in late December that Penn state was fading with Dante Moore, that likely wasn't going to happen. And, you know, I come to learn that Penn state kind of already had moved on from a shot at the time. So, right. uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just made sense. You know, he needed to search for somebody. This guy was getting a ton of hype right out of that combine. And, uh, you know, of course, he already I, – I'm pretty confident in saying he already was watching uh, Stokes a little bit leading into that. I mean, he had to have known about him a little bit. But then after seeing that, going down and seeing him in person, uh, there was no doubt uh, who who became, uh, in my opinion, Yurchison's top target, which uh, which was Marcus. So I think that's fairly rare. I don't think that's like a – you know, we – you know, dozens of guys are, are having that kind of a quick spin with their with, with their recruitment, but uh, it makes more sense at quarterback than any other position, I would think. Yeah, there's no question about that. And for Penn State, it's up to nine commitments now in the class of 2023, still one of the top groups in the Big Ten and in the country. And we'll see where they go from here. There's a couple other guys we're going to hit on that would only swell where that class is ranked a little bit later in the uh, BWI Daily Recruiting Show. But just to wrap things up with Stokes here, uh, quarterbacks can often be the leader of a class and kind of the glue guys. And, and you know, we've seen that in the past where you know, they are maybe some of your best recruiters, but it's not always that way. Uh, some guys just aren't, you know, into that sort of thing. Did you get any impression about what kind of pass Stokes might take in that regard? Well, uh, I'm sure he'll be very active on social media. I'm sure he'll be very active in texting and all that stuff, but he lives in Nice or, he, you know, what is that? Outside of Jacksonville, right? So what, where did Christian Veyu? You? you know, he was in Maryland and Canada, right? right? It was easy to get to Penn State. Drew Aller is in Ohio. Boker Buell is from York. I mean, the, the, the way you actively recruit is obviously through messaging and, and all that stuff, but you got to right. meet guys on campus too. And I'm sure Stokes will get up here you know, a couple times before the season uh, starts. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, for example, the Lash Bash, for example, that would make a lot of sense and uh, maybe even for a camp as well. But it's just it's going to be harder for him to do that uh, when he's not meeting guys in person because that's really, man, that's where it counts. I mean, yes, these, these text messages are fun. Guys, I'm sure, play PlayStation together and things like that. But, you know, really hanging out with a guy on campus for a day, spending eight hours with, with a specific player and a bunch of coaches, like that's where those relationships are really formed. And from that perspective, being down in Florida – uh, it's certainly going to be harder to do than, you know, for example, what Aller or Brule or any of the recent guys have done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Blue White Illustrated BWI Daily Recruiting Show. He's Ryan Snyder. I'm Greg Pickle. We're rolling along here through two commitments to two uncommitted players. We're going to open things up with Jameel Lyons, a player that Penn State has been pursuing for quite some time and has hosted uh, numerous times in the class of 2023. Ryan, he has his top schools list out, or at least one of them. We'll see how many more he ends up with before he commits. But mm -hmm. what can you walk us through about where he stands right now? Yeah, I mean, he's planning to make an announcement August 4th. That was the big news this week. He put his top schools out a handful of weeks ago. I think we covered it a little bit. But 
this is Penn State's player to lose, and uh, I, I don't see anything changing that as long as Penn State still is going to go all out for him. You know, I've talked in the past that I know he had to improve some things academically, and you know, good on Jamil because everything I've heard is that he's really taken a different step with that or another level, excuse me, uh, over his junior year, and that's great to hear, man, because he's an awesome player, a uh, really good kid too, man. I've really every time I talk to Jamil, I'm more and more impressed with. Uh, just his demeanor and, um, you know, quiet, confident guy, but um, just well-spoken. And I've, I really enjoy getting to, getting to know him the more I talk to him. So I'm, I'm happy that he's he's really made those strides because uh, at one point, you know, I was I was worried that that may hurt him with a school like Penn State, which, you know, it's not Notre Dame or Vanderbilt or, or Stanford, but it is harder to get into Penn State than, than some other schools. So uh, all signs point to Penn State. You know, he was just back up here this, this past week. Great visit. That was one of his first visits, too, where he's really able to spend time with the staff. You know, his previous ones for for a mixture of camps or games or whatever. And, you know, those visits are all good. But I, I talk about this all the time, spending five, six, seven hours with the coaching staff, watching film, watching practice, you know, just kicking it uh, is so important. Um, so those visits, especially in the spring, this time of year when you get to watch practice are so important. So I, I don't see. It's hard for me to see lines going anywhere else. And, of course, you know, I'm running my mouth on YouTube now, so I will probably end up somewhere else, uh, my luck. But uh, I think all signs point to Penn State here. He did go to Pitt this past weekend. He's been to West Virginia before, uh, and he does have some official visits coming up. So I plan on uh, – we'll, we'll report on that here in a couple of days, probably probably tomorrow, actually. I'll write that up. But uh, I had a good talk with Jamil uh, Monday night. So uh, I was printed actually, to write that today until I learned about uh, Damian uh, Robinson late last night. But – all signs point to Penn State here. They they should be able to keep the Philly kid or the Philly prospect in state. Lions is an on on three four star prospect rather, and a three star in the on three consensus rankings. A guy who, of course, could see his stock climb in the the days, weeks, and months ahead. And for Penn State, as it continues to try and find impact defensive linemen, it'll continue to pursue Lions in that way. And to your point, you know, he set the August fourth commitment date, and he that's a long way from now. And there'll be plenty of chances to take visits and things like that. You know, in between. And you just never know. I, I mean, I think it goes without mm -hmm. saying that recruiting can turn on a dime. But so there's been many a prospect who has set a commitment date for the summer, and especially like late summer, as such as August, and then mm -hmm. made a choice much sooner than that. So we'll see how that plays out. But uh, yeah, I could definitely see that changing. Yeah, right. Try to cut you off there. I, I could definitely yep. see that changing. I mean, he's going to take at least four official visits in June. And, you know, is he going to wait all of July to announce on his mom's birthday? I mean, obviously, you know, there's significance there. He wants to do something special for his mom. Awesome. You know, I think everybody, everybody respects that. But of course, you don't want to move this out on your spot either. And as we saw last July, and I think as we're going to see here moving forward with these June official visits and how important that is, July is becoming commitment month. So terrible for our vacations, great for the site. And uh, great for a lot of these players. So I just keep an eye on that potentially change. And I know he doesn't want to, but if Penn State starts getting some defensive linemen, you know, obviously that he's very high on their board. So it's hard for me to see them totally recruiting over him. He's such a great athlete, man. Ran like a four six, I think, at Penn State at two hundred and forty some pounds. I mean, uh, really, really special player. So that makes me think that he can take his time with it. But again, if they have a, a hot streak in July like they had last year, he might get his hand forced.
Well, we'll have to wait and see. We've also seen the, uh, you know, particular date commitment set for whatever reason, uh, relative's birthday or something along those lines of prospect's birthday. And then we get the old silent commitment before the actual announcement. So you never know. It's recruiting. That's what makes it fun from week to week, month to month and year to year. But yeah, certainly Lyons is a player Penn State fans should be keeping an eye on. You can find out much more about him if you visit his on three profile on three.com, hit up the player rankings and the database search. And of course, you can read Ryan's story later this week with an in-depth interview with him at bluewhiteillustrated.com. Let's move on now to another player who actually has his top group out. I think I mixed those two up, but Amir yeah. Herring, the guy that, that Penn State fans are certainly familiar with, a Michigan offensive lineman who uh, Penn State has had its eye on for quite some time. He whittled his list of schools to eight from, I don't have that number in front of me, but quite a sizable list of offers. Yeah. Uh, he's down to eight. And Penn State did make the cut there. So as they continue to try and grow this offensive line class, uh, here's another guy to keep a close eye on. Another interior offensive lineman as well. Don't throw your phone or your laptop. They are going to continue <laughs> to recruit tackles, I promise. And they're going to look in the portal for tackles. But uh, this is an interior offensive lineman by the looks of it at this point in time that they're pursuing. Uh, and they're in his top eight schools. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Boston College, Cincinnati, Michigan. Michigan State, Missouri, Nebraska, and Pitt, and, of course, Penn State. Um, Quite the interesting man. list of schools, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, to me, man, this is Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State. I mean, that 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 when you just look at the visits, I mean, that's this is why we have that visit tracker at on three, and this is why we're going to push very hard at tracking every single visit we can because when you do it right and you're able to get at least 90% of them uh, on there and tracked and, and fans can see it really just lays it all out for you. And, and Michigan, Michigan state and, and, and Penn state have been by far the schools he's been to the most. Uh, Cincinnati has uh, come in there with two visits now. Um, he did just go there in April, but uh, to me that those are the schools to beat. And I mean, I, I still probably have to lean towards the Michigan schools, you know, just because Penn state has four offensive linemen committed. Now don't get me wrong. I still think they would take a mirror, right? I mean, they're not hosting him three times in what has it been five, six months uh, if they weren't, uh, still extremely interested and I think Amir as a as a person uh, as a player there's so much that fit Penn State but really he fits Michigan great too I mean they're I know Penn State fans don't want to hear it but they're, they're, those programs do have a lot of similarities and and just the kind of person that they they, they go after and same with Michigan State as well so uh, I'd still probably have to lean towards those two in-state schools really wouldn't surprise me either one of them I, I know a couple of my colleagues think it's Michigan and um, that that wouldn't shock me at all, but uh, Penn State's going to get him for official visit. I feel pretty confident in that he hasn't come out and said that yet. But like I said, I mean, I feel like those two and, and Penn, I would say one A, one B for Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State probably sitting in that two spot, so they should get an official, and you know things will get sorted out after that. But he's definitely one of those guys who, again, you know, it's 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 all going to come to a head in, in July, and and so many players are going to be trying to lock in their spots. It's going to be a wild month, no doubt. It certainly is. Well, let's wrap things up with a mailbag question. We don't have a mailbag, but if you ever want to submit mailbag questions to us, you can do so. Our Twitter, Twitter handles are at the bottom. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening wherever you get your podcasts, you can find us on Twitter, on the BWI Facebook page, or at BlueWayIllustrated.com inside the Lions Den Premium Forum. But Ryan, let me just, because you brought it up a few times now, and I do think that as we get close to the blue-white game, obviously that always ushers us into May and the contact period, and then the, the visit season starts in June. So you do think that the crazy July we saw last year is not going to be a one-off just because of visits being back last year and all of that. You think that's going to be a trend moving forward? 
I mean, just about everybody I talk to is saying, uh, take my official visits, commit before my senior season. Well, you know, your senior season, yeah, you may start playing games in late August, but it really starts at the end of July. You know, anybody, even up here in in Pennsylvania, which, you know, is usually a little later than some of the Southern schools as far as getting going. I mean, you're you're really starting to shift your focus there the, the last week of July. Maybe if you don't start start officially start camp until the first week of August, but that's really the cutoff. So, you know, I can see the Lash Bash, which is always kind of the last weekend in, in, in July being a being a big weekend, of course, but the whole whole time leading up to that. I mean, Mason Robinson, you know, he makes sense for a guy that's going to commit then. I talked to Paul uh, Mubanga, who, who's a Buford, uh, Georgia resident, uh, who was just up here a couple of weeks ago. He's planning on that. I mean, I'm just going through some of the list of recent visitors here. I mean, Jamil Lyons, of course, I just hit on. Connor Liu was another Georgia guy who's thinking about doing that. I mean, I can just go down the list on how many guys who are, are planning to to do that this year. And, you know, of course, some things will change. Some of these guys are going to take a, a visit maybe for a, a spring game here in a couple of weeks and decide. And, you know, others will just commit, you know, during a, a, an awesome official visit. But. I just think that's a trend, man. And and yeah. last year it was crazy for Penn State because of how many commitments Penn State had, right? But really, when you look at the whole month, I mean, so many schools were getting at least a handful of guys. They weren't getting 14 or whatever it was for Penn State. But, uh, you know, you're, you're going to see – I'd be surprised if you see – like my under my over-under right now would probably be like five and a half, and and, and that may even be on the light side. So talk to me in, in June. We'll we'll set odds, right, Greg? We'll, we'll set odds in June for that one. But Never. It's – it's, it's the new month, man. It's, it's, you know, used right. to be vacation month. Right. And it is still for the coaches, of course. Um, but you know, for like me, for example, like pfft, it's, it's going to be a crazy busy month. So don't, don't plan on going to ocean city, Greg, you you got to work in July, buddy. I will be ready to do just that. And the coaches will be able to take those commitment phone calls from a beach or a lake or wherever they spend their July. And, uh, they will be excited as we know you will be to read all of that on blue white illustrated.com. Ryan, any final thoughts here as we wrap up? This week's edition of the VWI Daily Recruiting Show. Remember, it's $1 for one year to sign up for Blue White Illustrated and on three. If you visit us if after listening on Tuesday or if you're checking this out Wednesday or later in the week, you're going to be able to find Ryan's visitor list as prospects continue to come to campus. Buddy, there's mm-hmm. only about, what, 10, 11 days until the Blue White game. It's hard to believe that we're at that time of year, but we almost uh, we most certainly are here as we come down the stretch. Yeah, that's going to become my next big focus is is trying to figure out who will be on campus for that game. Um, I, I will hit on a couple of visitors here this past week. Mason Robinson was just up here. Uh, we're, we're hoping to get a, a good interview with him, uh, potentially maybe with T. Frank. T. Frank's working on that. Uh, if not, I'm sure I'll get him here soon. Uh, but we want to get Mason, uh, you know, get get a recap on his visit coming up. Of course, Stokes was here. I just hit on Paul Mubanga. He's a guy I did a story on. Uh, man, he's visited, uh, shoot, I think it's like nine schools in the past month and a half or something like that so he's all over the place uh, another probably interior guy he's 6'4 275 like i said out of buford georgia which uh anyone who knows georgia football like buford is a, an absolute powerhouse down there so it's good to get him back up uh the 2024 class actually just had a had a pretty stacked class um up here last week with rico scott the bishop mcdevitt player great to see rico continuing to come to campus man i think that's his, his third visit now in the last couple yeah. of months and um, you know, he's going to be the real deal. He's number 182 right now in the consensus. Uh, Aaron Childs, Aaron's a, Aaron's a player you got to know down in Under Armour, Greg. He was just up here this past weekend. And when I was speaking with sources uh, Monday night, uh, trying to learn about Damian Robinson and some other stuff that posted on the board, uh, one guy that two people I spoke with, man, they really, really raved about Aaron Childs. And I think you would agree, man, when we saw yeah. him at Under Armour, like everything he's a player. Takes- 
Yeah, everything ticks the box with him. He looks physically great. You know, he was great with uh, not not the interviews are important, but just the way he carries himself and all that. Like you, you, you have to love it. And he, and he's also one of those kind of like he was great with us in person, but he's kind of like quiet, you know, low key, not looking for drama. Like that's boom, that's everything Penn State wants uh, as far as a top prospect, man. No, no, no drama, guys. So uh, good, good, good uh, group of guys that were here this past weekend. I just posted a story today on uh, what Wednesday's visitor list is going to look like, which is probably the best midweek visit we've seen so far a uh, handful of prospects from philadelphia i'll leave them behind the paywall but uh, cooper cousins will be here uh, anthony donko's coming back up malik meg or malik mcneil excuse me uh will, will be here so um wednesday's looking like a really good day we'll we'll get some recaps after that and uh yeah this last upcoming weekend man one one last big weekend coming up here for for visits before the blue white game where of course we're expecting tony rojas to to be the big name this upcoming week uh, another guy who uh I think down the road will be an any line. All right. Well, this has been another edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. Don't forget to hit the bell to subscribe, like uh, the page, and leave us a review wherever you get your audio. But for Ryan Snyder and Thomas Frank Carr, I'm Greg Pickle. We'll catch you next week. This has been the BWI Daily Recruiting Show from Blue White Illustrated.